0: Welcome into the next episode of Big A Sports Show. I'm your host, Adam Van Anel. And in this episode, we are going to do a NFL season preview. And I have a couple of special guests with me. A person who is on the show a lot. You've heard him, Mark Chunk. Mark, welcome into the show. What's up, Adam? How's it going? Good. How about you? Good, fired up for the NFL season. It's all coming back. Uh, we still are with COVID. Um, there, there, we're not in the clear from COVID, but here versus last year, we are getting in the right direction with 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 getting everything clear and more more and more people um, are are going to be in the stands and everything. So hopefully. That will uh, be a part of the season, uh, and we, we look forward to that. And also, on the podcast, a massive Buccaneer fan who's been on the podcast before, Steven Serpy, he is still basking in the glory, you could say, of the championship of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So, uh, Stephen, how you doing? And a uh, quick thought on the Buccaneers win- winning it all. Basking
1: in the is an understatement. We are the rulers of the football world, baby. And I cannot believe and I cannot wait until this season starts off September 9th. Tampa Buccaneers. First, why do we even have to deal with this on the first week of the season? But the Dallas Cowboys, who cares anymore? But we're going to just, just show everyone that we are just here to stay. Tom Brady, uh, I. I it's unbelievable. I, it was. It was. It was. Everyone hated. That's not a Buccaneer fan. That Super Bowl, best Super Bowl of my entire life. Fantastic. Can't get enough. Thank you for having me here.
0: Of course. Yeah, and we'll try to have you on uh, as, as the season goes on. Uh, you're, you're always welcome, Steven. Thank you. You're welcome. So, the Buccaneers got a lot of players coming back. They got, uh, I think. All, Nine, of their, starters. all of their starters are coming back, they're running it back, and uh, they're going to be a force to be reckoned with again with Tom Brady at quarterback and everything else. But anyway, we will go division by division and start in the NFC, NFC East, and I'll start uh, setting it up and then I'll uh, let you guys g- get your take in on the NFC East and how you guys think it's going to pan out. So. You got the Philadelphia Eagles, and uh, they got Jalen Hurts as their starter. He's going to start for them. And they got Miles Sanders. They picked uh, Devonta Smith from Alabama, the wide receiver in the first round. They have kind of, I guess you could say, uh, average offensive line. I mean, I don't, I don't hear anybody in the national media talk about it, it being a strength of theirs, um, but it's not. A weak weak spot, so it'll be interesting to see how Miles Sanders does. Uh, he's he's a good running back, but he's been kind of injury prone. Which injuries are part of the game, um, things like that. So we'll we'll have to see how they're they're gonna do this year. Nick Serrani, I think, is their first year head coach, so uh, he he's gonna bring in a whole new philosophy into it. And uh, Doug Peterson is no longer there. So we'll see how they do. Uh, and then you got the Giants, Joe Judge with the Giants run, running their program. They're, they've had a rough previous few years, but with a, with a newer head coach, he's not new anymore, but he's been there since, I believe this is his second or third year. So uh, he's going to be looking to keep, That trajectory going forward, they weren't in the playoffs last year, but I think that they were making good progress. And a lot of the people in the national media really like the way Joe Joe Judge runs things. So um, we'll have to see how they do. Daniel Jones, it'll be important to see how he does uh, and and see if he's the guy. It certainly seems like it uh, as far as they're telling you he is the guy, but he's also got to perform that way. They made a splash with Kenny Galladay in free agency, getting him the receiver formerly of the Lions. So it would be interesting to see how they do. And then you got the Washington football team. They are going to be quarterbacked by Ryan Fitzpatrick. So uh, Ryan Fitzmagic is his nickname. Uh, Antonio Gibson, a great rookie season. Uh, And then they added some players like Curtis Samuel in free agency as well as some others. So they definitely got an offense to be reckoned with. They have Terry McLaurin. Uh, who's very good uh, out, of, out of Ohio State, the receiver, and a few other players as well. Ron Rivera, very very solid coach. He, he got to the Washington football team to the playoffs last year, I believe. Yes. And uh, They he, should
2: have beat Stevens Buccaneers. We'll talk about that
0: later. He's running a pretty good program there. Uh, he's, he's definitely uh, maximizing his talent. They have some talent, but – I would, I would say, as compared to the Buccaneers, maybe not as as talented. So I think there is some of that coaching factor getting into it with the players as far as coaching those players up to even more than what they are. So uh, he's done a great job with them. And then the Dallas Cowboys, you got them, Dak Prescott, he's been hurt. Uh, they, they got Zeke Elliott coming back uh, after kind of a – down year for him. He's been injured, though, here and there. So uh, we'll, we'll have to see what Zeke's got. C.D. Lamb, a lot of people like the uh, Oklahoma product in his second year. And uh, he's re- really solid. Amari Cooper, players like that. And uh, they're, they're looking to instill a new defense with Dan Quinn calling calling the shots as, as their defensive coordinator. So it would be interesting to see how they do. They got Mike McCarthy coming back, the former Packers head coach. Uh, and, and everything with that. So that's kind of a general rundown of of the NFC East, and uh, I'll let you guys get your thoughts in. So we'll start with Mark.
2: So, yeah, uh, kind of going in the order that you were going, Adam. First, the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, definitely a tailspin for them the last few years. Kind of surprising that Doug Peterson's not their coach anymore considering he took them to the Super Bowl, but – they kind of screwed up on the quarterback position with Carson Wentz, and obviously that deal didn't work out. Now they got Jalen Hurts. I don't think I don't think Jalen Hurts will be the long-term answer for them, but he'll get a chance this year. They did add some people in the draft, so that'll help them out with uh, Devontae Smith. They had a lot of injuries last year, so they're going to need to be healthier this year. They still have some good players on defense. Ah, uh, Fletcher, Fletcher Cox, and others on the defensive line, but I don't think the Eagles are going to be a playoff contender this year. Then you, I believe you talked about the Giants next. I don't know what you guys think. I'm not a huge believer in uh, Daniel Jones. I think that he's not the best decision maker and too turnover prone for the Giants to go anywhere as far as deep in the in the playoffs. <coughs> They they do have a good defense. They did add uh, Kenny Galladay, Kadarius Tony, so they should at least put up some more points. They have been the last few years. They got Saquon Barkley back. Um, got, got got a good defense as well, but we'll have to see if uh, if Daniel Jones can can uh, prove everyone right as uh, they're, as they're hoping in New York. Uh, and then you talked about the Red or uh, Cowboys, I believe next. Cowboys, one of the greatest coaches in NFL history, Stephen can agree. Mike McCarthy leading the charge, a Super Bowl champion, by the way. Um, but no, it'll be it'll be interesting to see what with with Dak Prescott. Is he healthy? He's got tons of weapons with uh, Ceedee Lamb, Amari Cooper, Zeke Elliott, they, Gallop. Michael Gallup. <laughs> um, their defense last year was awful, one of the worst in the league. They added tons of people in the draft. They got Dan Quinn. We'll see if uh, that works out. I think the Cowboys are the most talented team in the division. The question is, can they stay healthy? <coughs> Excuse me. If they do stay healthy, then they should have no problem winning the division. And then, lastly, the uh, Washington Football Team. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick at the helm for quarterback. I don't know how long that'll last. I think maybe if he, you know, gets injured or if he has a couple bad games, don't be surprised if Taylor Heineke maybe gets a look for the Redskins. Or I shouldn't say the Redskins, the football team. They do. They did make some additions in free agency, like you're saying, Adam, with uh, Curtis Samuel and others. They have a really good defensive line and really good defense, so that'll keep him in a lot of games, but if I had to say the order for the division, I would say um, Cowboys, I would say Cowboys, football team, Giants, and Eagles. I think that's how I would rate them. But now let's head over to the fan of the defending champions,
0: Stephen. <laughs> so, Stephen, what are your thoughts on the NFC East? So,
1: to make this quick and simple, this is going to be my biggest surprise of the entire of the entire thing. You're thinking the Cowboys are stacked. You're thinking, oh, we had the Reds, or excuse me, once again, the Washington football team has gotten in there. I am telling you this. The New York football Giants will be winning this division this year. I can guarantee you that. I'm going to tell you why. Like like you've already explained about the additions to their team. Daniel Jones, I'm honestly not that big of a believer. that that This individual here, I think he's a game manager at best. I think we'll get to see that a little bit more play out. But nevertheless, we have Saquon Barkley. Everyone is down on him. You want to talk about fantasy leagues? He's dropping. People don't know what to expect from him. He's gotten two. He's gotten hurt, what, I think three out of the four years he's played so far.
0: Yep, yep.
1: I'm expecting, hopefully, full recovery, full go. That man is a machine. And we actually have maybe a full season with one of the most exciting electric talents in the league uh so we got that now we actually have weapons for daniel jones he has had nothing nothing kenny gonday is one of the most underrated things that have come out of detroit that dude is a beast and then he actually has they are hoping and i'm always a little wary of uh rookie wide receivers it usually takes guys to get kind of used to the league. Usually these corners just get in their face. Obviously, Justin Jefferson and a few of their receivers last year kind of showed me up on that. But nevertheless, uh, I think time shows that it takes a little while for receivers to get going. But they at least have a decent option on the outside to Darius Toney. I believe this offense is going to be able to put up some points. And if you actually go back to last season, the end of the year, they struggled. And, and, I, and I can't pinpoint you as to why. But the middle of the season, that team – Almost was losing by a margin of three to four points if they lost, and otherwise beating teams like Seattle, uh, taking two. I just had it pulled up here. They won on a. They kept the Bucks on my football. Honestly, watching that game. The Buccaneers should have lost that game. They beat the Washington football team. They beat the Eagles. They beat the Bengals. They beat the Seahawks all in a four game streak right after almost barely beating the Super Bowl Bucks. I am saying the New York football draft won this division. The Cowboys, like you said, are the most talented offense and maybe one of the most talented offenses in the entire league. But that defense, I, I don't even know what you can do with that with what they did last year. And because they are also coached by, yes. Like you said, Mike McCarthy, that man does not know how to coach a team. He couldn't Whoa. even barely even get a Super Bowl with the best quarterback in possibly an entire generation. And here we are sitting here going, Cowboys are going to be another big news story that's going to sit there and finish out eight and eight, nine, or excuse me, eight, and nine. Now we have a 17-game season. The Washington football team will be right behind the Giants, giving them a nice close competitive, because my favorite thing in the entire world is defensive line. I believe they have four first-round picks invested yep. in there, but they did not get an answer quarterback, which is so disappointing. Uh, I did like Taylor Haneke against the Bucs, but who knows if that can last an entire season. Ryan Fitzpatrick, I'm a believer, but not a full-season believer. So
2: one of my uh, favorite know, things
1: Giants here, and forget the Eagles, Jalen Smith's not doing anything. They new new head coach. I, I like Devonte Smith. I'm excited to see him go, but what else did it got over there? Fletcher Conk is getting old. is getting old. This is uh, that's a sad story down
0: there. I'm yeah. There, so, no. One thing to note about the Giants is in addition to what you said about some of the, some of the offensive playmakers that they have also at the tight end position, they got, Evan Ingram who has been kind of hurt um but when he when he's in there he's really really good. He's 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 very explosive. He's one of those faster tight ends uh in the game where he could take a there's been a few instances where I've seen him on Sundays and he's he's taken a 60-yard touchdown to the house and he's really solid uh when he when he's in there and he's healthy they also picked well, he's up healthy and the, he's going. They, they also picked up uh, Kyle Rudolph, former formerly of the Vikings. Uh, so, so, so he'll be maybe not as much productive on the field, but uh, he'll be a nice veteran presence too for them. And, uh, yeah, I mean, the, the Cowboys, definitely, uh, previous years, they always have the, all the talent in the world, maybe not as much on the defensive side, but offensively, and last year, unfortunately, Dak Prescott had that gruesome injury. So, unfortunately, that kind of hurt them a lot. And he's but still not 100% healthy. Right? No. A lot of reports no.
1: But th- he's still iffy even for the opener. And even if he gets the opener, he might not be 100%. So, when you start playing on that, practicing on that, that's going to just wear down the healing process. He might not be ready to full go until halfway through the season. Oh, so,
2: Steven, don't worry. Have- they got Ben DiNucci at backup court
0: so that that'll round up that that preview of that division but uh we move on to the nfc north division with the packers in it and this division i think um we'll we'll go where where each of us take one team and there's four four teams in the in the division but uh i think mark and i since mark and i are packers fans we can tag team the Packers and then the other three uh, teams will pick a team. So uh, I'll just start with the bears um, and to make this go quicker as far, as far as that goes um, with all the, the divisions that we have to cover. So the, the bears got Justin Fields and I don't know about you guys, but if I'm Matt Nagy, I'm starting Justin Fields and he's not doing that. And He's starting Andy Dalton. They got Andy Dalton to a one-year deal. No offense to Andy Dalton. He's a solid quarterback. He's a, you know, he has he's had a good career. But you got to get the rookie in there. He's a dynamic player. And uh as a Packer fan, I was not very happy when they picked Fields because I think Fields is going to be good. But we'll see. It's very early on. I mean, there was the, that's the thing about rookie quarterbacks, is when they start out and they 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 blow the doors off off the league so to speak and they're playing really well. You have to make sure that they continue to play really well season by season cuz sometimes you give the rest of the league enough tape on you they could start figuring you out. For example, Colin Kaepernick with the for, with the 49ers, great great early career. I mean, he's he's a solid solid player, um, but but I think that some some of the defenses kind of figured them out year by year, and, and that kind of uh, has that where you have to adjust and things like that to different things that you see based on what the other teams are are, are trying to adjust to you on. So we'll have to see what, what goes on. Um, I don't think the Bears are going to win the division. I think that's still the Packers' division to be had, but I also think the Bears – have some some pretty good skill players. They got David Montgomery at running back, who's very underrated. He's not uh, in the elite class of running backs, but he, he's year after year, he's very solid. So he's a good running back. They got Allen Robinson, Darnell Mooney, who who really came on late last year and, and, and is a potential uh, solid solid receiver for them as well. So this is an important year for Matt Nagy. He's got to get the Bears to the playoffs, otherwise. There was talk of it last year with with him potentially being on the hot seat, and we'll have to see uh, how it goes. But you also have to give him time with Justin Fields, so I don't know if that the hot seat is kind of a little bit less hot because he's also getting a new quarterback, and you also have to give him time. You can't just say, "Oh yeah, for for a year, we'll, we'll give you a year, and if you don't make the playoffs, then then you're out." I mean, he didn't make, the, he didn't show good last few years but also it's kind of if you know what i'm saying like okay well you, you give him a new quarterback let's see what he can do with him but that that's the barest call on, on that how, how they want how fast they want that process to go as far as if they want to pull the plug too too soon or not but we'll have to see there anyways mark you can pick either the lions or the vikings and steven will talk about the other and then we'll talk about the packers
2: All right, I'll uh, talk about the Vikings um, to start out. So Vikings last year, 7-9, and they had tons of injuries. Uh, They had people like Daniel Hunter, Anthony Barr injured. Uh, Michael Pierce, their starting defensive tackle, did not play because uh, he opted out with the COVID-19 pandemic. They added some people in free agency, uh, Delvin Tomlinson, a very good defensive tackle from the Giants, Patrick Peterson from the Cardinals. So they're, they're a very uh, Jekyll and Hyde team. They're in the playoffs every other year. Uh, I think Mike Zimmer is borderline on the hot seat. Um, Kirk Cousins played well last year. Yeah, honestly, 35 touchdowns, 13 interceptions, not bad. Um Delvin Cook is one of the best running backs in the league. They got a great receiving core. I think the question for them is can they win close games? And can Kirk Cousins avoid the big mistake as far as interceptions or sacks or whatever? And then can their defense be better? You know, we've seen that we know they have really talented players. I I didn't mention uh, they have also Harrison Smith as well. Um, Eric Kendricks is really good. So last year they had tons of young players in their secondary, and they they paid for it. They had some games where they gave up you know thirty, forty, fifty points. So I think the Vikings are a borderline playoff team. Um, we'll have to see. We'll have to see if they can put everything together. They have talent on both sides of the field, but I say they're probably between the um, maybe 8 to 10 win range, depending on how things fall. But I'll let uh, Stephen talk about the star-studded Detroit Lions one. headed by one of the craziest people in the sports world, Dan Campbell. Who wants to hear about this team?
1: Nobody cares about this team. I, I, I will make it short and sweet. I like this new head coach. They lost their two only two decent players in that stafford county holiday um I, I i couldn't even name after i can't even name like almost one other player on that team this, this is this is a we're, we're, we're obviously the Lions, but i will not let you two single-handedly talk about the Packers. let me quickly oh to
2: that real you want to talk, talk about, about the greatest franchise, franchise in here. the league right
1: let me just explain this to you how this works here tom brady has possibly maybe only half i mean it half of the talent that aaron rogers has half but aaron Rodgers doesn't even have a tenth of the mentality that tom brady has i am tired of this man Every year in year. This is not the first year he's pulled this kind of stuff. It's obviously been more drastic this year. But nevertheless, this is not the first time he's come off after a losing season or losing or whatever it is. The second I saw that man right after the Buccaneers uh, beat him up, he had his face down. He had his sweatshirt up. He was saying how he was upset. I've seen this all around the league with random players, and those players create a bad mentality in the locker room, and you're going to see it this upcoming year. Now, guess what? They're in a nice division where they can still succeed, and Ann Rodgers is that talented where everything's going to be just fine. But nevertheless, any single time there's any doubt on anybody else's uh, on that team uh, about what's going on, whether it's beginning of the year, middle of the year, end of the year, playoffs, whatever it is, that is going to snowball effect and constantly keep it. impacting the team because he constantly – he's the number one leader on that team, and is constantly questioning not only – the front office, but he will also question players on the team as well. And he that is the reason why he is not taking you guys should be winning two Bowls up and right. I mean, what else do you need? You have a top 10 defense in terms of yards allowed. You got enough pressure for your guys, maybe a little more a couple years ago, but they're doing just fine. What else do you need? You have the best quarterback in the party, Patrick Mahomes. Aaron Rodgers is as good as anybody, but he his mentality is bringing you down, and that's why Tom Brady has seven. Super boring
2: because guess what? He just says, "Keep going, let's go." He actually is a leader. Well, I'll let you I'll let you respond
0: first, Adam. I actually, I, I, all you listeners know, I'm a Packer fan. I'm a, I'm a Packer fan, true and true. I'm actually, and I, I, I don't like doing this because I love my Packers, but. I will agree with some of what Stephen said there about Rodgers. I I really like it. I I really like I really like Aaron Rodgers. He's a great quarterback and be a first gonna be a first ballot All-Famer. His play for speaks for itself. I love watching him every Sunday, whatever, whenever they play. Mostly on Sundays, but some you know Mondays, Thursdays, whatever, whenever they play. I love watching him play.
2: Whatever Goodell makes him play, we'll
0: watch. We'll watch him. We'll turn him on because he's. He's as I like to call the 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 quarterbacks like Mahomes, Brady, Rodgers, all those top tier quarterbacks, he's a human highlight reel. All those elite athletes, they are human highlight reels cuz when you click on SportsCenter Center on ESPN, you see all of them make all those plays and and they're on the highlight shows. That's what that's what Aaron Rodgers is. He's one of those players. But I wasn't too happy with Rodgers as far as he did have some some merit to 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 what he said about you know some of the things with 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 what he said about you know holding out and things like that and he didn't really truly hold out i don't think because i don't think he he missed any like training camp but but there there is there is some of it where i do watch packer games and rogers throws an interception or he makes a mistake what you know very very rarely because he rarely does that but some of the time, it's like, Aaron, I love you, buddy, but it might be your fault. Some of it might be the receiver's fault, but it might be your fault. You might have to take some onus for it. And it seems like on a lot of the cutaway shots on, on camera, on the broadcast, he's he's yelling at other people, and some of it might be the other person's fault. But some of it might be your fault. And that is one thing about Rodgers that, that, that I will say. Uh, but, Mark, I, I'll let you get in on, on this.
2: Yes, I agree. Definitely, we can't argue with the talent the, for Rogers, But, yes, there are times during games where it seems like he is – he doesn't really admit that he is wrong in some cases, which can be frustrating. A couple years ago, people were talking about his awful body language, whatever. He is – He's very arrogant. He, know, he knows that he knows he is the smartest person out in the field. You can tell by his, his attitude. So I'd agree, yes, uh, he can be difficult to deal with sometimes. And we'll see this year, you know, what you're saying, Stephen, if things go wrong, what's going to happen? That's a good question. This you know. why I don't like Mike McCarthy when I was rooting for Levert, that it, it takes a coach
1: him in his place. But you know what? They actually listen to Aaron Rodgers more. In getting on Matt Lafleur, he complains about not being heard or whatever. Matt Lafleur is an Aaron Rodgers pick. He, he is. He, just by his simple mentality and experience, that man can take Aaron Rodgers crap and try to do the best offense around with an offense by the guy. They should have got a guy that didn't give crap about what he said going to make that defense even better because all you got to do is make sure you beat that team to less than 21 points. Guess what? Aaron Rodgers can put up 21 points in his sleep. So if you just get a defense that can do that, then the sky's the limit. But because these coaches cannot get him in order, and I'm telling you this back to the Tom Brady thing if you want to talk about changes? You know, he's upset with Clay Matthews or John Kern or whoever getting cut. Do you know how many players have been taken away randomly from the Patriots. I mean, we we're seeing it just today with Sonny Michelle being traded. And, I mean, he was considered at least their best back. And what are we seeing now? They just decided to give him up. And in the Tom Brady era over there, just keep on moving. I'm going to just win games. I'm going to control what I can control. And if you got more talent around me, great. If not, I'll just do it myself. And that's the kind of mentality that Aaron Rodgers needs and he doesn't have. It's too bad because he's he, he could have five rings right now easily. Easily.
0: Yeah, and, I mean, we'll talk more about the Packers uh, and round out the NFC North, uh, but we will take a a short break here on Big A Sports Show and uh, talk more about the Packers, and, and then we'll continue on with the NFC. We have two more divisions to cover, and then we'll move on to the AFC division. So all that coming up after this short break on Big A Sports Show. Moving along, in another edition of Big A Sports Show. Adam Manhattan here with Stephen Serpe and Mark Trunk talking about the divisions. We're on the NFC North rounding out the Packers. And i uh, made some great points uh, rounding out the last segment and just talking about what we think the Packers are going to do. So we think that, I mean, me and Mark think that they're going to win the division. Uh, they have the last however many years, the NFC North, But they fell short of the Super Bowl last year, lost in the NFC title game. This is, they're calling it the last dance. And uh, Rodgers seems like he's just got one more year left, and then they'll probably trade him. I think that's the consensus and move on to Jordan Love. So they got to make this last year count, and uh, hopefully they do so. Um, I know Steven doesn't want that to happen because he wants the Buccaneers to repeat. So we'll have to see what what how that goes, but I mean, Packers pretty much got everybody back from last year's team, kind of similar to the Buccaneers. Uh, they did lose some pieces like Corey Lindsley to free agency, but they uh, got Josh Myers in, in in the draft from Ohio State. So hopefully he can uh, fill in for for uh, Lindsley. Maybe probably obviously won't be Lindsley Caliber right away, but I think uh, hopefully in his rookie year if he can. Uh, Seems like he's going to be a starter. If he can stick at starter throughout the year, uh, it seems like they really like him and um, r- sounds like a good pick early on. But again, you have to perform to, uh, to, to, to show that out as well. They we got Amari Rogers from Clemson, a, a nice slot receiver uh, that I really liked the pick. Kind of thought it was a, a steal of the, of the draft, one of the steals of the draft, but we'll see how it pans out. They got, Ro- they got Randall Cobb who Rogers clearly wanted and, I mean, he's really, really solid. They they got him in a trade, so they got Cobb back. And uh, Robert Tunyon scored double-digit touchdowns. Devontae Adams. And a a bunch of other players, Alan Lazar. They re-signed Aaron Jones, so I'm happy to see that. They got A.J. Dillon in the backfield. And on the defensive side of the ball, they got Joe Barry, a brand-new defensive coordinator. He's obviously been a defensive coordinator in the past, but this is his first year at the Packers, so we'll have to see what they're doing on defense with, with some of uh, the new scheme with him. So um, I think the, the Packers can can win the division and go far in the playoffs, but it'll be interesting to see, and Stephen, you're right, about the culture of the Packers. If Packers start out very poor, there's going to be some players, I believe, in the in the locker room that are going to start maybe dividing the locker room up. And and maybe some of them are gonna be with Rodgers, some of them are gonna be with the Packers, so that's not that won't be good. I mean, we'll have to see how it pans out, but I could very easily see that be becoming a thing. And and that's the thing with that, with how, how it went in the off season, the the holdout and everything with Rodgers. So it'll just be interesting to see how they do. Matt LaFleur, first two years with the Packers, thirteen and three, lost in that title game now they have to hopefully go farther than that and make a super bowl, at least make the super bowl, if not win the super bowl. So Mark, what do you think?
2: Yep. I agree. Adam, a lot of, I think the Packers have a lot of young players that can step up and they're going to need to, they're going to need to step up, uh, I think they got a really good receiving core. The offensive line is going to be a little bit of a question starting out with uh, David Bakhtiari, one of the best left tackles uh, probably going to maybe miss the start of the season. So that'll be interesting to see. And yeah, they have a lot of good young players on defense. They haven't faced tons of adversity the last two years with Matt LaFleur I mean, 13 and three, both years, their schedule looks to be more difficult this year than it was last year. But We'll see what happens. I think they can make a deep playoff run. I think you're gonna get maybe two playoff teams out of this division, out of the NFC North. I think Packers and Vikings uh can get in, but uh, we'll have to see. But yeah, let's move on to the okay. NFC South. Oh, the Bears, uh, Steven, maybe next year.
0: The Bears, we'll have to see. I, I think, uh, they they might be underrated. In uh, I think it all depends on Justin Fields. I think I really think that they need to start him. And I know he's a rookie, but sometimes as a rookie quarterback, you just gotta let him let him take his his lumps. He's gonna have his 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 high moments, and then he's gonna have his struggles. But I think that is what makes a rookie quarterback even more polished as he as he goes through that rookie season. It makes him better. And yes, sitting behind, you know, whatever quarterback is there. In this case, it's Andy Dalton. Can, can help, you know, so that you're not thrown thrown into the fire, so to speak, right away. But I think in same we'll get to we'll get to the Niners. I think the Niners need to start Trey Lance. I really do. I think Trey Lance. Yes, it was you know not not at an elite college, but he he's a really good quarterback, and I think that he he needs to. Just be put in there, and, and we'll have to see how it plays out. But I think with Andy Dalton, no offense to Andy Dalton, I don't think that you're 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 going to the to the promised land with Andy Dalton. I think with Justin Fields, he can maybe bring it to to a playoff playoff run. I mean, they they always have a pretty good defense. They got some offensive players, skill players that, that, that they can, they can roll with one thing with the bears that I am scared of for them. And I mean, I'm not a bear fan, so whatever happens, happens. Hopefully no injuries, but their offensive line, I, their offensive line. I know it's the preseason, but man, they, they picked Tevin Jenkins from Oklahoma state. Unfortunately, he got hurt. So it doesn't look like he's going to play much of this year. But they got problems up front, it sounds like, in Chicago. So maybe it's better they don't put the rookie right away into that situation because, God forbid, he, he gets hurt. Nobody wants to see an injury. But, um, David Montgomery finished off the year last year very, very good. Yeah, David Montgomery. David Montgomery is really underrated, really good back. He's not the name of Christian McCaffrey or all these players you see going high in, in for example fantasy football drafts but he's really talented he's really solid he does his part he he's a dual threat back too he can run it he can receive it and uh, he's he's very good and i think that maybe maybe with uh Andy Dalton you, you kind of go run first and then and then and then let uh, the, the pass work off that, but we'll have to see what with the Bears. Very important season for them as, as far as Justin Fields. What's he going to do? Matt Nagy. Very important season for him as well. Anyways, we'll move on to the NFC West. We will do now, and we'll talk about the Seahawks. I'll just go right ahead and talk about them. They are really, really solid. Another year with Russell Wilson, D.K. Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, Chris Carson. They just re-signed him. We'll have to see with Seattle. Seattle, it wasn't to Aaron Rodgers' effect, but there was rumors per ESPN, per all the national networks. There was some uneasiness to start with Russell Wilson, whether or not he wanted to be there things like that. Now, they did work out a contract, so it seems like he's all on board. But uh, maybe a little bit of friction there early on with him. But I think Seattle should should, uh, probably win this division. I think the Niners will be better this year. I really do. I think that they had a lot of injuries. It's been well documented by everybody. You know, sports talk. Basically everywhere you're going with that, they were Heavily injured, and they're getting healthy. And uh, I think hopefully they, for their sake, they they put in Trey Lance because I think that he can be special. I I could be wrong, but I think he's got really good talent in him. And uh, they they picked Trey Sermon too, a, a a rookie running back as well. So uh, he'll he'll be uh, n- nice to see what he can do. And uh, I think that they maybe if all goes right, if if maybe Lance put, pans out. They still got Jimmy G too. Um, Maybe could sneak into the playoffs as a wild card just because of their defense. I think their defense kind of, kind of maybe like the Washington effect last year where what got the Washington football team to the playoffs was their defense. And maybe with the healthy Niners defense, all the players they got on defense, maybe they can get them to the playoffs. So, what do you guys think
2: so go go ahead Steven.
1: so I, I think this one this one's easy to me nah, it's the la Rams the other Rams are taking this all the way uh they are one of the scariest teams to me you you last year alone they're one of the scariest teams and now we're sitting here with Matthew Stafford whether you want to talk about injuries whether you want to talk about longevity all this stuff here it's only 33 years old this guy can play. And you guys have been watching him play for the last, what, it's got to be at least uh, 11, 10 years now.
0: Uh, yeah.
1: In the NFC North. He is coming to a fairly talented offense. He's got enough receivers now at his disposal. And he's actually got a defense to back it up. He's the number one defense in the league. And was obviously they have the number one NFL player in the league in Aaron Donald. Um, you got the talent. You got the mouth over at Janet Ramsey doing his thing over there, creating the for defense. This this team is going to be the best team. Seattle's on the downspin. Uh, who knows? We could see the 49ers do the thing they did two years ago as a healthy, and but once again, we're dealing with a rookie quarterback with Trey Lance. Hey, it's a boomer bust, just like with the Justin Phillips thing in Chicago. Jimmy is kind of the Andy Dalton. Could be good. Could be okay, but is he going to take you Um, the way? Um, you know, he did at least the last time, but I, I don't think he's got it around two in uh, and then the Cardinals, they're a fun team. This is probably the most interesting division you've got. Um, but, but I think the Rams will pull ahead. They're going to come back in the playoffs. Defense wins in the playoffs. And they're going to have the best one. And that's who I'm scared about the most with my Tampa Bay bucks.
2: Yes, I would agree. Uh, they gave Tampa Bay problems last year because their front four could get pressure on Brady. And, yeah, I think the Rams are going to be really good uh, again this year. Stafford, definitely an upgrade over um, Jared Goff. The pressure's kind of on Sean McVay a little bit, you know, the last few years. They've uh, had – they they got bounced after they, – they got bounced on division around last year, and then they missed the playoffs two years ago. But, yeah, their defense is loaded. I think they should take it. Niners, a lot of unknowns, I think. They could have a really high ceiling if they get good quarterback play. You know they have really good uh, people, people on defense. They get Joy Bosa back. Um, a lot of receivers are getting back from injury. I think they're a playoff team. I agree with Seattle. You know they got they got uh, some good position players with DK Metcalf and Lockett. Russell Wilson, They seems like they can never have a, a really solid offensive line, so Russell Wilson has to run around all the time. And their defense isn't what it used to be. They've lost a lot, a lot of players. They did improve towards the end of the year, but I think they're maybe a fringe playoff team. And then Arizona, they should be interesting as well. Unfortunately for them, they're in a really really good division. Uh, Cliff Kingsbury is on the hot seat. Uh, they added a lot of veterans, you know, A.J. Green, J.J. Watt. So we'll see, but – Yeah, I agree. I agree. I think it could definitely be a three-team playoff uh, division and maybe the best division in the league along with the AFC at North.
0: I mean, I think – I agree with you guys. I think you could get three teams from this division, no doubt. I, yeah, I think all four teams. I mean, you got. I agree with you, right. Steven. I think the Rams – I I only talked about the first two teams in the division, but then you guys kind of covered the Rams and the Cardinals. I agree with your points on the Rams. I think that they're very good as, as good as Steven thinks. I, I really think that they're, they have the talent. They got Cooper cup, Robert Woods. Uh, they just traded for Sony, Michelle. They got Daryl Henderson. They got Matthew Stafford. They got a good defense. I mean, they got a, a really good offensive minded coach. So I, I think that they, they could be really solid Um, in, in, even the Cardinals, like a lot of people think Seattle and then, and then you got the Rams and and things like that. But the Cardinals could be fun too. I mean, they got Kyler Murray. They got, they got all these receivers. They got Hopkins. They got AJ green and Christian Kirk. They have some skill players. Rondell Moore. Yes. Rondell Moore, the slot receiver. He's really solid. So, I mean, they have all the playmakers. They, they picked up James Conner. Now, hopefully James Conner can stay healthy because he's been a little bit nagging with the injuries in the past, um, but hopefully he could stay healthy. He could give them another option in the backfield in addition to Chase Edmonds, and this is going to be a really fun division, and I think it, it was in the past. It's going to be this year and for many, many seasons upcoming because all these teams have a lot of younger players, and... That, that's what happens as long as they retain these players. They can be where, where it's a a, a a year in and year out, knockdown, drag out, so to speak. Teams beating up on each other, so to speak, as far as you're going to be going at it in the division twice a year for, for, each, for each team against the other team. So we'll see how it plays out. Got a lot of – I think another underrated part about this division, got a lot of coaching talent, Kyle Shanahan. McVeigh, Carroll, Cliff Kingsbury—three, three out of those four players are geared towards the offense, offensive-minded coaches. And then got Pete Carroll who's a pretty all-around solid coach, um, who I know Mark's not too too keen on. I'm not either, but he does he does have good, pretty good results for the most part. So really, really good division, and I'm excited to see how that plays out. In the last division, the oh. NFC South. We got the Falcons with Arthur Smith, new coach. Kyle Pitts, tight end out of Florida. Uh, one, of the, one of the leaders in the clubhouse probably you'd think for rookie of the year, assuming he's healthy and he produces. Uh, basically a receiver that's a tight end, kind of a hybrid player, really talented player. Calvin Ridley, they lost Julio Jones, but they, they should be pretty good offensively. They got Mike Davis. New coach, that's, that's always a storyline, new coach with Arthur Smith, formerly of the uh, Tennessee Titans, uh, the OC for the Titans. So it would be interesting to see what kind of offense he imp- he implements. Uh, Matt, Matt Ryan, um, another year with Matt Ryan, very solid quarterback. And uh, I think a big question mark for the Falcons, their offense is going to be there. It's their defense. Can their defense bring it? I don't think that the Falcons are going to win the division or make the playoffs. But a very important year nonetheless for the Falcons because they they have to implement a new system with their new coach and see how it plays out with them. And then from there, you got the Saints. Saints, no Drew Brees. Drew Brees retired. They have Jameis Winston. Pro- I would think he's going to be their starter, but Taysom Hill's there. We'll have to see with that. I, I would guess it would be J- Jameis Winston to start. Formerly of Steven's Buccaneers, uh the quarterback there.
2: Steven misses all those interceptions that Winston was throwing as well. I know he I know he does. You know that
0: that that we'll that goes. That stat, I don't hate James That stat, and we've talked about it on previous episodes. That stat. One year he had thirty interceptions. Yeah. That that is that is and I, I said it before, I'll say it again. That is one of the craziest stats I've ever seen in my, in my, in my, you know, I've been, I've I've been a lifelong Packer fan, a lifelong NFL observer. That's one of the craziest stats I've ever seen, but he gets a fresh start with the saints. He's been there, you know, last year, maybe the year before, but they'll probably be the start of this year. They'll have Camara be question mark. on the saints is when is Michael Thomas going to be back? Is he going to be back? We'll have to see with that. Other than that, at receiver, they got got some question marks as far as some unproven unproven talent. Defensively, they're okay, I guess. They got Sean Payton back. We'll have to see on them. And I'll let you two cover the other two two teams in in the division. Mark, you can start.
2: Yeah, so the other teams, we got uh, Carolina. They've had a, a big turnover with things. Now they got Sam Darnold. They're going to try to build around Sam Darnold. We'll see what happens with that. Um, I don't know. I think he'll give me a decent quarterback in the league. I don't think he's ever going to be a superstar. But Christian McCaffrey is back. He was one of the best players in the league in 2019. They didn't really get anything from him last year. They've added uh, some receivers as well uh, the last few years. They're still pretty young on defense. They got some good uh, front seven players: uh, Derek Burns and uh, or Derek Brown, uh, Brian Burns, and some others. But I don't think uh, I don't think Carolina is going to be getting to the playoffs yet this year. And then of course we got the Evil Empire, as <laughs> as as I call them, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And I cannot deny they are absolutely loaded. I can't believe they got all 22 stars back. Um, They're going to be good. I don't know what Steven thinks about this. I'm hearing some talk of some experts saying they have a chance to go undefeated in the regular season. (laughs) So I don't know. You know, they got a pretty easy schedule as well.
0: Steven, this this is your team. Steven, this is your team. You, you have the floor. Go right ahead. Talk about your Buccaneers.
1: I, I won't go too you. You guys, everyone knows, we already watched it. We want the team is all back. We know what they're capable of. Without, on paper, it's as good as anything you could ever ask for. That, that's, that's not a question. You just got to come together, right? But here's the big pieces that I want to talk about. Number one, you said you touch on a Mark. Strength of schedule. This team does not even output. They if they have the same struggles they did have last year, they're gonna be fine. Their schedule, I think, is the fourth easiest schedule in the league. They finished as a uh, wild card last year. The division's weak. It's all rebuilding across the board. Um, and the only one I'm kind of scared of is maybe Atlanta. Uh, weirdly enough, uh, you still got that uh, quarterback Matt Ryan. They got a lot of offensive power around them, but not too much scary there. But Strength of schedule, the running game needs to be found. Tom Brady, every year, we've been questioning him for 10-plus years when he's going to slow down. I'm not saying this is the year that he slows down, but you always got to factor that in, and we need to find a running game. We found it with Leonard Fournette. He did not do it at all during the season last year. Hopefully, he pulls it back together. I like Ronald Jones, but honestly, both options really have not shown anything potential. But the big play of all, all of it. Is Giovanni Bernard for you fantasy people out there? That is a guy you want to be picking up. Why? We all know Tom Brady loves pass catching backs.
2: He loves to dink time. and dunk like nobody's dink business.
1: Let the defense do whatever the hell they want to do up top. I'm going to bring it down, go get an easy six yards every time, no problem by me. And he will take advantage of that all day long. And Gio, so we had, we didn't have that whatsoever. Both Leonard and Jones. Gell- they probably both accumulated more drops than the entire league last year between the two of them. So thank goodness we have Giovanni Bernard. And the big thing, the most exciting thing in all of training camp—if you follow any sort of training camp—if you watch any of the preseason games of the Bucks, which I've watched both now—Joe Tryon, first round draft pick of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. If you thought that defensive line it was scary in the Super Bowl. Just watch this kid play. He doesn't even know what he's doing yet, and he is destroying the second team of other teams right now. The dude is a complete monster. I don't think he's even filled out his entire body yet. He's going to put on he's, the same thing that the Greek freak did in Milwaukee. Put on the 30 pounds, and it just will just start rolling over people. I will see this guy start looking like Khalil back in the next two to three years when I finally actually get him under the weight room. The dude is a
0: complete beast, and I'm excited to see him do it. So I'm very excited. Buccaneers, they're gonna win the division. They're just gonna win the division. That's that's how that's how it goes. When when you have a team that's quarterbacked by Tom Brady, it was this way with New England. It was, it was the same way with Tampa Bay. They're gonna win the division, at least if all goes. Worst-case scenario, they're a wild-card team, but I don't even think that's going to happen. They're, they're, they're going to win the division. Uh, that's, it is what it is. They're going to win the division. There's nobody in that division that can win it other, other than them. They are the most talented team. Here's also another little bit of bold prediction. The uh,
1: leading receiver on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers this year will be Antonio Brown. I'm not happy about it entirely. The dude is a nutcase. case or shown to be a nutcase but he is going to come together he's
0: talented he's talented when when he's when when he's on the football field he's talented there's no doubt he is and i think that you were talking about that i mean this team was super bowl caliber last year and then you talked about that that tryon guy that rookie i mean you add that him in and he's He's one of those guys that that's only going to get better, and they they have depth too on their defense. That was that was another talking point for them last year in the playoffs was depth. They have guys that can sub in, sub out, and they you know fresh bodies, and that's what they have depth on offense as well. Very good team, so we'll see, Mark
2: one other quick thing on the on the saints i would say don't sleep don't sleep on them i think sean payton we've seen he could make it work with any quarterbacks the uh saints have a really good offensive line they still got Kamara. i think i think their offense will still be pretty decent i think they'll still be a playoff team i don't think they're gonna fall off a, a cliff or anything like that but yes i agree tampa it's that's theirs to win or,
0: or, or, or as they're nicknamed, with Tom Brady, Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay. Number
1: one, number one,
0: right here. The goat. You, you can, you can't deny it. Tom Brady's the goat. He is. He is. He is. Welcome into a continuation of. Another edition of Big A Sports Show. I'm your host, Anna Manano, with Stephen Serpy and Mark Trunk. We covered the NFC, which you all listeners that listen to the podcast took in with your listening ears and uh, got, got everything you needed to know from our mouths and our, our, our talking um, mouths and, and get, got it all with that. So we will move to the AFC and we'll we'll change it up a little bit with 32 teams we want to cover every team in the NFL now with that comes a lot of time it takes a lot of time to do that so for the AFC with that in mind we want to talk for more but we also don't want to go too long we want to try and shorten it up so Steven's taking some teams I'm taking some teams and Mark's taking some teams so I'll start with my teams in the AFC, talk about them, give a general brief rundown of them, outlook for them. Then we'll move it to Steven. He can talk about his teams, and then we'll move it to Mark, and we'll round out another edition of Big A Sports Show. I'm your host, Adam Veneno. How's that sound? Good. Great. Awesome. Glad to hear it. Now, my teams. I got the Buffalo Bills to start. This is a team... Head coach by Sean McDermott, formerly several years back now. The defensive coordinator of the Panthers brings that defensive mindset to the to the ball club. They they got a pretty good defense year in and year out. They got Josh Allen, who is one of the better quarterbacks. I mean, you talk about one of the better quarterbacks in, in the NFL. You got Brady, you got Rodgers, you got Mahomes. Josh Allen is kind of sneakily bringing it. I mean, he was always pretty good, but last year especially kind of elevated himself. He's a dual threat, can throw throw touchdowns, run them run in. I believe he had like six or seven rushing touchdowns and over 30 touchdowns passing it. So really good quarterback. Uh, they got Stephon Diggs at receiver. They got some other receivers as well. So you're, you're looking at a playoff contending team. They should be in the playoffs. I think that they're going to win their division in the AFC East. They're going to win it. They won it last year. I think that they're going to repeat this year. And um, be a force to reckon with and potentially make it to, to the AFC title game if, if all goes well for them. So that's kind of an outlook on them. And then you got the Jets. The Jets. They got Zach Wilson, the rookie quarterback. I'm excited about him. He, as Aaron Rodgers said, quoted, he said something to the effect of, and I'm paraphrasing here, but he said he watched in their last preseason game against the Jets, and he says Zach Wilson can, quote, throw the heck out of it. And I believe him. He threw threw it around the yard in college. He can throw it in the NFL. We'll just see how he does. But he was picked highly in the draft for a reason. And the Jets need a quarterback. They've been struggling for years. They had the Adam Gass era that, unfortunately, didn't go the way that they wanted it to. Now they got Robert Sala, new coach, formerly the defensive coordinator of the Niners. So he'll bring a defensive mindset, and I believe he got, he's got Mike LaFleur, brother of Matt LaFleur. So you're going to have pretty good offensive system, and you're going to have some concepts from Matt LaFleur, I, I, w- I would assume, and kind of the LaFleur Coming from the Shanahan coaching tree, so, so you're going to have a pretty good offensive system to, to work with, you would think. But it all counts on the field. They got to perform. They got Corey Davis in free agency, formerly of the Titans. So hopefully he can bring something to the table. They got a rookie running back Michael Carter from North Carolina. We'll have to see what what he does in his rookie year. They got some other veteran players on their team as well. They got C.J. Mosley headlining their defense a uh, pretty good middle linebacker throughout his career should, should be in for another good season uh, and everything like that. So that's the outlook on the jets, the jets. I don't think that they're going to make the playoffs, but much like we talked about in the NFC with, with some playoff with the Swiss, some non-playoff teams, still a very important year for the jets. Robert Salad's is going to install a new system. They have to show gradual improvement throughout the season maybe not so much obviously they want to win everybody wants to win but maybe not so much results wise but that progression of players you have to you have to see that and very very important year for the jets in terms of that moving on browns Kevin Stefanski very good coach brought the browns to a great season last year playoffs really really good team They got Baker Mayfield had a really good season for Baker last year. They got Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt, probably one of the better tandems at running back in the backfield. X-factor for the Browns, Odell Beckham. He's coming off an injury. Sounds like he's going to be back this year, probably hopefully the start of the season for his sake. If he can go back to what he was with the Giants – Look out, because they got Austin Hooper at tight end. They got Jarvis Landry. They got some other players as well. They have a really good offensive line as well, too. Solid defense. I think they're gonna they're gonna make the playoffs. Potentially make a run at a deep run. Probably not get to the Super Bowl because I don't think that they're gonna overtake the Chiefs or anything like that. But uh, very good team in their own right. And then my last team I got. Or my sorry my, my. I have three teams left, so my third team left. I have the Jaguars. Trevor Lawrence, rookie quarterback from Clemson, gonna start. ESPN Adam Schefter reported it. All the other people, Ian Rapoport, all the other knowledgeable national. Beat writers talked about it. He's gonna start, no surprise there. Gardner Minch is gonna back up. They got some solid pieces, but they I don't think that they're gonna be a playoff team. But they got James Robinson who's gonna lead their backfield. What a season for him last year. Undrafted rookie had a great season, one of the better running backs performance wise last year in the Did NFL. I don't know. I don't know. Travis Etienne, I, I, all the credit. Travis Etienne, good talent. Unfortunately, Travis Etienne, now that you spoke of that, Stephen, unfortunately, going to be out for the season. He got a list-frank injury. It Reports are from ESPN and everybody. He's going to be out. So unfortunately, he got hurt in the Saints preseason game. So hopefully, he gets it back next year and has a good recovery because he's a good talent. But all the respect to Travis Etienne, I don't know why they picked him because they they have James Robinson. He's a rookie running back who had a great year. And I don't know. I mean, I guess you can never have too many good players. But I think that there's other areas to fill on their team that they're going used use that first round pick with. But they they picked him, and they also got Carlos Hyde too, uh, who's who's a running back for for them. Uh, good, good good running back as far as depth wise for them. Formerly of the Ohio State Buckeyes, his college coach is now his NFL coach. Uh, Urban Meyer so it'd be an important year for Urban Meyer coming to the NFL we'll, see, we'll have to see what he does uh w- with his system and, and everything that he employs with that so it'll be it'll be cool to see the Jaguars I'm a Packer fan but Jaguars Packers don't play much because they're in the AFC and I remember years back when the when the Jaguars were in the title game in the, in the AFC against the Patriots. They lost. That was the year Blake Bortles had a great year, had an amazing year, one of the, his career best year. And they were in the AFC title game. And seeing their stadium, kind of an underrated stadium they have. When they when they get the thing jam-packed with fans, it's a pretty good watching environment on on the TV. Now I know we have COVID and it's probably not going to be 100% fan capacity, but still Hopefully we get to that point and, and everybody else is is let back into the stadium and we get back into that. But I'm just saying the sports watching vibe for, from from a jam packed Jaguar Stadium is very very good and it's kind of fun to see the Jaguars when they're good because they're not like a top tier team or they're not a big spending team. They're just kind of a you know they they don't spend a whole lot so they kind of draft and develop. So it's kind of good good to see the teams like that compete and and do good. Yeah, they did. They did. When they had Blake Bortles, he had a great – I think he had 37 touchdowns or something like that. I, I actually had him in a scoring-only fantasy football league, which was ideal for that because he had probably the highest touchdowns, and I think we won the championship that year. So he that year he had – and they had Leonard Fournette back when he got drafted by them, and he was doing good early in his career. Leonard Fournette now of Steven's Buccaneers. They had a pretty good team. They had a really good defense as well. So hopefully for the Jags' sake, they get back to that level. Now, I have the Chiefs next. The Chiefs. I think that they're going to be in the Super Bowl again. I really do. I think that there's some competitors to them. Bills, Browns, some other teams like that. Some other teams that when you think of the NFL going into the season, those contenders, they're going to be there. But I think... Chiefs are going to go to the Super Bowl again. Their offense is really tough to stop. Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey, McCole Hardman, Clyde edwards helaire You can go up and down the list. They have a bunch of players. And they are playing in a stadium in Arrowhead where they have an amazing home field advantage. So I think that the. I'm not going to go much deeper on the Chiefs. We all know what they are. They lost in the Super Bowl, to Stevens, Buccaneers, and all that. With how all that played out, but they're they're the Chiefs. They're 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 the, they're the class of the AFC until somebody else tells them otherwise. And then my last team, the Raiders. The Raiders, as Chris Berman, I believe, coined that phrase. The Raiders. That was a bad impression. I I will agree, listeners. That was a bad impression, but I tried. They got Derek Carr. They got Josh Jacobs. They got Kenyon Drake. And side note on the on the Raiders. I know they got Kenyon Drake, but Josh Jacobs is still going to be there. Like everybody's talking about, oh, is Josh Jacobs going to be as as heavily used? You know, they got Kenyon Drake. Yes, Kenyon Drake is there. But Josh Jacobs, two years in a row rushing for a thousand yards, double-digit touchdowns, top 100 NFL player when they did the uh, NFL rankings a uh, few weeks ago. He's a talented running back, so I think he's going to be in for another good season. Is is his workload could be cut a little bit by by Drake, but I think that he's still going to be he's still going to be there, and he's still going to be productive. They got Henry Ruggs, second year from Alabama, the receiver. Darren Waller, really good tight end. John Gruden, who has Stephen. Doesn't John Gruden have some great job security? He has a 10-year contract. 10 years. 10 years. I mean,
2: that... The only people in this country with more job security is the people on the Supreme Court. And they can work until whenever they want.
0: Exactly. 10 years. 10 years. And and, and if they decide to, to to pull the plug on him I believe, I think, how it works in sports and just in general, you, you're you still, you know, you're still responsible for whatever you have to pay him So at that rate, unless he, like, is awful, you might as well keep him because you move on to somebody else, well, you have to pay that guy and then. You also have to pay Gruden, too. So yeah. That that's unreal. But I, I think the Raiders, I think the Raiders this year could be a playoff team. They they showed flashes last year early in the season. I think that they were one of the better teams. They they kind of got a, a really good start to their year. Um but yeah, and we're watching the Brewer game right now. We're Brew fans too. Uh, baseball fans. Avi Garcia just 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 had a great catch, so go brewers. Anyways, I think I think the Raiders could could be very, very good. They have I saw some in the national media, their their offensive playmakers, they, they stay healthy. Raiders could be good. They just they just need that defense. That that's a question mark for them. Defense. They added Quitkowski a few years ago from the Bears. He he's done okay, maybe not lived up to the contract. They had some other guys, some other rookies too, Jonathan Abram in the secondary, some other guys as well. It's just their defense. They need to bring it defensively. If they do that, their offense plays well. They could be a playoff team. Potentially. Maybe, maybe they lose in the first round or two. But getting in the playoffs for the Raiders, huge step. And then they go from there. Yeah, you know, years, years going forward. So your guys' thoughts uh as far as Your team. So, we'll move on to Mark.
2: All right. So, let's see here. We got the Miami Dolphins. as the first team I got. So, Dolphins, this is a year where a lot of people are expecting them to take another jump. I give credit to Brian Flores. You know, we were expecting them to be the worst team in the league a few years ago. A lot of people were giving them... um, you know, grief about why don't you guys tank for the number one pick? Well, they still got Tua Tagovailoa. Question is, is Tua the answer at quarterback? He had a rough year one, but now he now he's for. Whoa, Steven... Did-
1: They they should be able to go farther and make playoffs. I mean, I think what did they finish off like ten and six last year? They yeah, have ten gone and to six. Playoffs,
2: but they just had a stacked AFC. It was a tough AFC. I mean, I don't know. It's uh, it'll be interesting. They added some playmakers in the draft. They don't really have a good running game. Their defense is really good. Uh, Brian Flores is a defensive coach. They've got really good secondary. Uh, some guys. Um, They're really good cornerbacks. They invested a lot in their cornerbacks, Xavier Howard and um, Byron Jones. Brian Flores is really good at uh, getting pressure on the opposing team. So, I don't know. I think the Dolphins could be competing for a playoff spot. Uh, Depends on the growth of Mr. Tua Tagovailoa. But I agree, Steven. I don't know. Everything looked so easy for him at Alabama. Well, that's because you're. You know, he's at Alabama. He has five-star players all around him. Everyone's wide open. It's not as easy. And... I loved
1: him in Alabama. Love yeah.
2: him. Yeah, yeah.
1: But I just don't know if he's
2: got it. I don't know. It'll be interesting. They. Uh, he doesn't have to have Ryan Fitzpatrick looking over his shoulder anymore. Yeah, at least he's got that going. Um, who, by the way, and I don't know if you would agree, Stephen, but Fitzpatrick is such an unpredictable player. You don't know if he's gonna throw four picks in a quarter or four touchdowns in a quarter. So. Usually,
0: usually Fitzpatrick starts off really good and everybody in the everybody's talking, national media, local people, whatever, everybody, anybody is talking Ryan Fitzmagic. And then the the Fitzmagic wears off and Fitzpatrick towards the second half of the season. Majority of his seasons throughout his career. And again, he's he's accomplished, you know, he's there there's something you said for Fitzpatrick, staying in the league, you know, starting for different teams, backing up, whatever. Good for him. But usually the first part of the season he does really well and then the second part he struggles. So and as,
2: as Nick
1: Foles.
2: Exactly. You don't
1: want him in the playoffs, you want him in the beginning of the year.
2: Exactly. You
1: want, if you had the perfect team, you'd make Fitzpatrick in the regular season, put Foles in the playoffs, and you're going to the Super Bowl, baby.
2: There's no doubt. So people, uh, fans of the Washington football team, as Terrell Owens would say, get your popcorn ready, okay, for Ryan Fitzpatrick this season. Um, anyways, next team. So I, as far as the Dolphins, I think they could be a playoff contender. Steelers, a very interesting team. This is a team that they're gonna run out the string with Ben Ralph. Najee Harris. Najee Harris. I picked him early in fantasy draft. I don't know, Stephen. You are you're a a pretty a good expert in running backs. What do you think about Najee Harris? Uh, I, I don't
1: know. I'm an expert in the defensive line. Let me make that clear. To okay. You number two. Number two. I. You know what? When you got those Alabama guys that are just made out of pure. It's, it's insane what they look like uh, you know you, you got derrick and you got the Mel, uh marvin ingram uh, Mel, or, uh, mark ingram, uh, mark ingram. Uh, melvin is
2: a great defensive lineman don't don't get it twisted steven
1: yes no you're correct the, the, this is what i'll say about that the steelers have a history of running they love to run the football it's like uh it's like in their blood <laughs> over there so no matter what at worst you'll be given the opportunity but if you talk about fantasy value, there's no doubt about it, just purely based on um, how much the Steelers, uh, history-wise, love to run the football, no matter who they got back
2: there. That's true. You've seen it. Le'Veon Bell, James Conner, the whole nine yards. Uh, they do have a good receiving core. They uh, still got Juju Smith-Suster. Um he, yeah. is slowing Johnson. down. Yes, DeAndre uh, Johnson,
0: Johnson, Chase Claypool. <laughs> yes.
2: So I don't know. Ben Ben Roethlisberger needs good protection. Unfortunately, um, they actually have lost some offensive linemen. Marquise Pouncey, who's been there forever, has um, has left the team. They lost Alejandro Villanueva, one of their longtime tackles. So. <clears throat> I don't know. I mean, their defense is good. We we have to remember, guys. The Steelers were eleven and oh last year. Yeah. You know, everyone was thinking, "Well, could they get to the Super Bowl?" Yeah. They got talent. Mike Tomlin's been there before. The question is, can they can they win the close games, and can they put it together for a whole season? I think they're going to be third. <clears throat> Third in that division, AFC North, they think the Browns and the Ravens are better. So we'll see. Who knows? Uh, the next team, the Tennessee Titans, another very interesting team where they got a lot of talent, Stephen, on offense. This is not Stephen's sort of team. Stephen loves the defensive teams.
1: When you give me a guy like Derek Henry back there, I can't get enough of him. Okay. Then you add – then you add uh, Julio Jones to the mix with AJ Brown, 10 is getting a revival of his career here. I mean, this is just fun stuff right
2: now. It's great. It's gonna be fun to watch this offense. I don't know how people are gonna stop these guys. Pick and, your poison.
0: And, and they do have, and I know, I know it's only a coach, and the the players have to bring it on the defensive end. I get that. You know, only coaching matters to a point, but Mike Brabel is a defensive mind. He he he's a Patriot, you know, he used to play for the Patriots. He, he's not going to – I know he can only do so much, but he's not. He, it's not like I don't think he's going to let them be, like, one of the worst defenses. They'll at least be middle-tier defense, and then their offense will have to car- carry them the rest of the way. At least that's what I think.
1: I think on paper – we talk a lot about the Bucks. We talk a lot about the Chiefs. But offensively on paper – they might be the best. And and I'll say something about the Chiefs. I don't know we haven't gotten there yet, but they, they are, you know, we always talk about it. They, they're heavy. They have a the superstar power. They have, you could argue that Tyreek is as good as anybody as a receiver. They have the best tight end, Travis Kelsey, and they have the best quarterback there. After that, when we start talking about the rest, I mean, I, I don't think they even have Sammy Watkins, but the Sammy Watkins of the world and stuff like that, it's really not as nice as you think. They just got so much upfront talent. But this this Titans team, if Tannehill keeps playing the way he's been playing, I fully expect so. That is one scary team right now. How there. do you
2: how do you defend them? Because you got Derrick Henry who is a huge threat to Gasher defense, and then Tannehill's outstanding play action quarterback. What's that?
1: Pressure, baby. That's why the only thing that really matters is quarterback and defensive line.
0: Well, especially yeah. especially for the Titans, you you get to the winter time. You play outdoors in those those cold conditions for for the games that they have in cold conditions. Derrick Henry is prime time for that. That I mean, he's part prime, prime time for any condition, but especially in the winter time, he's a big, big you know basically beast of a back. He's he's well built. He's he's, he's built for especially the winter time.
2: So, yes, they're going to be very good on offense. They have some question marks on defense. I think that this is their division to win, uh, the Colts. Well, Steven will talk about his favorite team in the AFC. Steven, got, Steven loves the Colts. No, I'm uh, I'm kidding, the, listeners. The, Steven does not the like the Titans,
0: Colts. The one, Titans, one, one thing they got in the, uh, as far as it's the defense event, they got Bud Dupree in free agency, so hopefully – if he stays healthy, he could be a nice pass rusher for them. That was kind of a prized uh, early free agent pickup for them. So we'll see how that pans out.
2: Yes. Yes, they did get Bud Dupree. They uh, they need some cornerbacks to step up in the secondary, but I think the Titans can win this division with Carson Wentz being uh, out maybe for a little while. And uh, they got the Jaguars and Texans. Those are easy wins. So I think think the Titans will be in the playoffs. And last team here for me, the Denver Broncos. So, you know, Bronco fans all over social media thinking Aaron Rodgers is going to be their quarterback. Well, that is not happening.
0: (laughs) They got Uh, Teddy Bridgewater, they said today. He's going to lead them for Adam Schefter and Ian Rappaport.
2: So yes, they got they got a uh, Teddy, Teddy. Did
1: see enough from Teddy last year.
2: <laughs> you would think they don't I I, I don't know why they don't give Drew Locke the keys and either let Daddy, him
1: I feel for the guy. I know he got hurt, I know he was looking good for a little while, in So I get it. But you know, quit thinking of this guy as the answer. I'm I'm done with it. Wow. I'm
2: done. It's uh it it limits the ceiling of the Broncos for sure. They do exactly. have they have, you know, Melvin Gordon. They got Javante uh, Williams.
1: Yeah, oh, rookie. Melvin Gordon, another one. He came out at the end of the year, but once again, that's another guy. I know he's a Wisconsin guy for you guys. He is underperformed his entire career up till literally. We talk about his injury, we talk about whatever. That dude has not performed the way he was supposed to perform. And he didn't do that until roughly the end when, when Denver's already done. Nobody even expected them to run because they were so far behind anyway.
2: Right. Well, so, you know, their offense isn't going to be great. However, they do have some pieces on defense. Bradley Chubb, Von Miller coming back healthy. Uh, They picked up Kyle Fuller. Uh, They have really good safety. Justin Simmons, Vic Fangio, defensive mind. I would say, you know, they're probably going to maybe be the worst team in that division, Uh, especially with... uh, Justin Herbert uh, coming up with the Chargers, and then the Raiders will still be good. So I don't think Denver's going anywhere. I think <clears throat> I think this is a transition year. I think they have a new head coach next year. I think they have a brand-new quarterback that's not on the roster. Maybe, maybe they draft somebody. But I don't think this is going to be too great of a year for the Broncos. So we will see. But anyways, I'll hand over to Adam.
0: Yes, so great job, Mark, as always, uh, with with, uh, talking about your teams. And we will close out after this break. We have to get one more break in with Stevens' teams rounding out the AFC. So stay tuned for that coming up. Rounding out another edition of Big A Sports Show. I'm your host Anna van Handel with Steven Serpy and Mark trunk a, a, a first in, in the in the big a, big a sports show you know since since I started it this is this is gonna be the longest episode for big a sports show which is awesome because all the sports talk that you can get the better and uh, we talked previewing the NFL and uh, got through every team so far NFC. AFC, there's just a few more teams left in the AFC, and Stephen has them. So Stephen, one by one, with your teams in the AFC, please. Uh
1: you know what? I, I'm I'm starting us off here right here in the AFC East with the New England Patriots, and what a shame! What a shame this team is starting to become. You know, we sit here for the last 20 years watching Tom Brady carry this team the whole way through. And we grow, and we said, hey, you guys are so awesome. Keep trading those first-round draft picks, collecting more picks, more picks. That's the way you build a team. The way that you build a team is you get the best quarterback uh, of all time, and you pretty much can put whatever you want around them, and you do okay. Great coach, of course, but here we are. They get rid of every single person. And what did they do this time? They went the free agency route. Uh, the thing that we all say they never did.
0: You know why they went that route? Because Bill Belichick was – he didn't like losing and not making the playoffs last year. He's like, that's yeah. enough.
1: But, I mean, let me – here's the names for you, and it's going to just make people go so crazy. Nelson Aguilar, Henry Anderson, Kendrick Bourne, Cody Davis, Hunter Henry. Uh, what, what are we talking about? John Smith. We are talking, we, we are talking about B level players at best. I mean we we saw Nelson Auer have what two good games in Philadelphia. I'm okay. Let's give him a little more thing. credit. They 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 spent they spent what was it? I think it was 120 million dollars in the first uh 2 hours of free. Yep. And Biggest waste. Uh, the fact they're still doing the Cam Newton experience. Good luck with that. He was an MVP 6 years ago. It's done. I I'm all for this um What's his name? What's the, what's the, what what
0: what do you think about Alabama? Mac Jones out of Alabama? That's
1: what I was gonna say. Mac Jones is coming in. Uh, could cause a scene, but you know what? Rookie quarterback. They keep thinking, oh, we got the Tom Brady future. Now guess what? Welcome to every other team in the league. You don't just get to have quarterback after quarterback after quarterback. He's gonna be one of four quarterbacks of every first round. There's only one of every four quarterbacks drafted in the first round that turn out to be even decent, and my assumption is it's not going to be him.
2: So I we'll love speak. the negativity towards the Patriots, Steven.
1: Love it. I'm just disappointed. I'm just disappointed in in this route. I, I, I think that they screwed themselves up by getting rid of their best player of all time, of the greatest player of all time, and then you're going to sit here and they they didn't put any talent. Well. In. And then they said we're just going to go
0: get a bunch of One problem guys. with the Patriots, as good as they've been in the, in the past with Brady and all everything like that, they, they they do have some good draft picks, but for the most part, they, they kind of have a tough draft, and that really puts them back behind the eight ball. Uh,
1: they, they get rid of any superstar they have. You know? I mean, they, they do. It's all because they had number 12, but they don't have 12 anymore. It doesn't work out. And I, and I really – even during – I was a big – Patriot. I'm not a big Patriot fan. I was like the Patriots because they're winners. But everyone said, oh my goodness, they trade back. Oh, they get these all the depth. No, they had number 12 back there. And they had a great mentality from him. They had a coach that everyone believed in. so Everyone listened to the rules there. But guess what? We don't have 12 there. People started questioning you a little bit more. They- and when you bring in a bunch of guys that are just B players, they pretty much brought an entire offense and defense to a team but what are these guys going to do? There's a reason why they're not on teams anymore. They didn't get re-contracted. So they picked.
0: That's my... They picked three tight ends in one draft, and all three tight ends up until this point have done nothing in the league. Yeah. That that is an yes. example. I, I get it, I get it. They've had some good picks, but for the most part, they've really struggled in the draft. And that I mean part part of it is because when they had Brady, they were winning Super Bowls and whatever. But still, there's good players that you can get at the back end of the first round, and they've they've struggled, and that's what it has put them back behind the eight ball as far as draft and develop. Because in addition to everything else, with the components of what you need to be successful in the NFL, draft is a big part. It is. Uh,
1: and I think as well, I, I don't know, everyone talks about the, the divorce between Belichick and Brady and saying Brady won. Now, sure, we got the Super Bowl out of it. But I'll tell you this, with the talent they had on that team, uh, they did pretty damn good for for what they have. I mean, I, you got like – and that's what I'm trying to say here. There is not much here. We didn't add anything here. They actually need some big-name players. Maybe they should have broke the bank on two big names rather than scoop up uh, 11 or 12 of b less, c less players. I, I really don't get it. I don't see them doing much. I see them being breaking even just because they have a good coach. Uh, but other than that, well, I'll, I'll say the 8-9 on that part. Um, I don't have anybody else in the AFC East right now. Sorry, I apologize.
2: Let's I see. Um, no, I do not. No. Moving Let's
1: on see. to the uh, AFC North. Uh, I am very excited about the Cincinnati Bengals. This offense has three wide receivers, and Joe Burrow actually looked kind of like the real deal last year. So I'm actually excited to see what he's going to do coming back from injury, adding his good old boy Jamar Chase in there. He's got T. Higgins. He has uh, Tyler Ward.
0: Jamar Chase.
1: Uh, Jamar Chase, excuse me. And then, you know, we, everyone keeps holding out for Joe Mixon, and maybe he's going to pan out. This office could be something. Of course, they didn't add the old line, so he's going to be, get run there. D-line, they lost Carlos Dunlap for agency, but he just is out for the year for the New York Jets. Uh, they will probably most likely finish bottom um, just because the division that they're in is a pretty tough one, but I still see them pretty being pretty competitive and pretty exciting. This could be one of the toughest divisions in the league, but just like the NFC West here.
0: I just hope that they protect Joe Burrow because Joe Burrow is a very good quarterback. He showed flashes before he unfortunately got hurt last year, but that was part of Unfortunately, why he got hurt is because they had a tough offensive line. So hopefully hopefully their offensive line can protect Joe Burrow better because he's he's a he's a really great talent. And he he, he really is. Too.
1: He can run. That's the thing, too, about that guy. He, it's going to be exciting to see what he does. But he's got enough talent around where I can see him them making some teams sweat.
0: I um, will say this, too, about the Bengals. In the past, it was Joe Mixon, Gio Bernard. Well, Gio Bernard is now on Stevens Buccaneers, and they're they, yeah. Thanks, they, Jason. Licked. They, they they obviously away. they obviously like any NFL team have depth, but I don't think their second or third running back is no offense to them, but it, it's not of the name or of of the established player of Gio Bernard. So maybe sometimes in in sports. Getting rid of a player that's kind of really close in in competition and, and getting some of your carries, maybe just letting jo- Joel Mixon go and letting him him do his thing, maybe that that will help Joe Mixon. I mean, he's been really good, but may, maybe maybe he will be even better because he doesn't have anybody staring right behind right behind him being like, oh well, I'm I'm the receiving back, so when there's a receiving down, you're not going to be in there. You know,
1: I like that. I like that a lot. Yes, maybe it's just he, He's going to like the pressure. We'll see. Um, with the uh, the next team was the Baltimore Ravens, and this is my personal division win right here. Uh, we have a great defense in Pittsburgh. You got an exciting team of offenses as well in Cleveland. But I'm going to sit here and say the Ravens. We all forget. We all forget very quickly. Forgot last year during the season as well. But the Baltimore Ravens were insane in 2019. Insane. That offense, Lamar Jackson winning MVP, we all forget about that as well. They only added more talent to their offense here. And hopefully the defense can hold up. But, I I mean, this team can put up 30 points, no question. No problem. I'm a huge, huge believer in J.K. Dobbins as well. That dude can. Play. He had to be in a rotational back. He was a rookie. But as the season went along, he started getting more and more touches, getting maybe, he started getting 130 and getting 4, 410 to then he started slowly, slowly. And he got about 60% of the carries at the end. And he was going off for huge gains. And that offense is built around the goal that you got to watch out for Jackson. And you got to watch out for the back. And so if you're always watching out for Jackson, guess what? JK Dobson's going the other direction. This team is very exciting to watch. I see them going pretty far. I'm gonna actually put them even ahead of the Bills as far as going farther in the playoffs. Uh, of course, you gotta deal with those Chiefs, but nevertheless, Ravens are a team that we're all sleeping on, but they're gonna come back again this year.
2: Their defense is their defense is always good, no matter who they got. They got good it's secondary. It's just a their blood
1: there, exactly.
2: They got. I don't know. I think uh, Lamar's got more talent than ever. I agree with you, Stephen. I think uh, Baltimore is the biggest competition for the Chiefs.
1: I think I I saw something the other day, too. I forget. It was a few months ago. I think it's something about uh, Lamar Jackson almost has as many touchdowns as Patrick Mahomes does in their last few years. Um, Wow. This dude is being kind of underrated, and we joke about the running back quarterback thing i think he's already put that to bed but there's still this thought of well what this guy's gonna eventually stop he's too young he's not like Vic; he doesn't crunk, get crinkled up this guy can run as good as anybody and he's showing that he can throw as good as anybody too so i'm pretty excited about this
2: you think that well last couple, the thing that i'm interested to see was what they do with this offense do you think he can, if he has to drop back 30, 35 times in a playoff game where people are lower in the box, do you think he can, do you think they can win like that, or do you think I think he's they already gotta... shown
1: that they can. I mean, we sat there, we, they, when they were supposed to go to the Super Bowl, they were almost going to go undefeated in 2019, if I recall. Or maybe they won loss lost earlier, but regardless, they were the best team in the NFL in 2019. They had to go up against the one team that makes sense to beat them, and that was the Tennessee Titans. You got to, you got the runner, Derrick Henry, at the end of every season, comes out, starts to go up for 200 yards, four games in a row, every single end of the year. And maybe someone could put them to bed, the Tennessee Titans, and maybe that yeah, the Ravens don't have to deal with that. But at the end of the day, you can stack all you want in the box, Lamar Jackson will put it over the top, no problem. And I'm telling you, J.K. Dobbins. Is the real deal.
0: And they also got Marquise Hollywood Brown <laughs> at the receiver position. Did they also pick another receiver in the draft? Yeah, they got Rashad Bateman from Minnesota. So they they they, they are ready. And they got Mark Mark Andrews is a good tight end as well. I mean they got some they, they, got, some the they, they, they got some talent. The they,
1: they they got some talent. Um Moving on to the AFC South, Um, we'll start off with the Texans. We're going to make this very quick. What the heck has happened here? It's too bad. I think think as a football, as a true football fan, and and you always like the teams that never really cause a threat to you, right? Um, I'm sure the Buccaneers have been a lot of people's favorite second team or third team. (laughs) <laughs> for a number of years, i told this past year. The Texans are that kind of team for everybody. They're the newest guys on the block. They started in 2002. But here we are. They've had some big names coming out of that place between Andre Johnson, J.J. Watt, DeAndre Hopkins. But what are we seeing now? Oh, this Deshaun Watson was supposed to be – I mean, people were considering him as good as any quarterback. Uh, they just needed more talent around him, more offense around him, more coaching around him. And, and I don't know what's going on in the off-field stuff. I don't even want to talk about that. But they've gotten rid of all the talent they have around them, all the big veteran leadership they needed with J.J. Watt. I, I don't know what's going to happen here. It doesn't make sense to me. And it's almost just sad because um, it's always a team you kind of look out for. And they've always been fun in some dynamic um, throughout the last 20 years that they've been a franchise. So it's too bad. But moving on. To my current home team and the Indianapolis Colts. You know, I'm in Cold Country. These are some terrible fans, a terrible football fans.
2: <laughs>
1: but I will tell you this, they have one interesting team. But they did they did the one thing they did last year as well. They acted it as if Philip Rivers was gonna be the answer. And I don't mind Philip Rivers, but he was too late to bring them out. They have maybe one of the best rosters. As far as
0: they got Taylor. Jonathan Taylor from Wisconsin.
1: Jonathan Taylor, he is another guy that people are so huge on here. Um, They just—they were one of those teams last year, if you put on their game, you're going to watch an awesome game. Their defense was so fun.
0: Oh, yeah, um, their defense was um, legit. The
1: team, DeForest Buckner, they picked up in San Francisco. You obviously got uh, Ladarius Leonard. Um uh, it's just too bad with the Carson Wentz
0: decision. I, I would have rather gone straight I up for a, one of these. Four yeah, I, I think Carson Wentz, uh, when he's healthy, he can be like okay. But that's the thing; he's he's got to be healthy, and it's been a problem for him. And that's not that's not like his fault. Like it like a player being injured. That's that's never there because you can't plan an injury. But it is what it is. He's been injury prone.
2: Well, the, the tough thing with the Colts, and yes, I agree. Carson Wentz, you know, that's a big gamble. The tough thing with the NFL is it's really hard to sign away like good quarterbacks from other teams because usually they always resign. So you're basically reduced to trying to – and if you're not, and the Colts were good, so they're not going to get a top five or That's top That's true. Pick.
0: That's a good so point. So yep. a lot
2: their move for them, and I don't know. I I thought they had a lot of salary cap. I I didn't know if they, they went did. for. I don't they, know if they went. Yeah, they
1: the most I think in the league.
2: Yeah, so I don't know if they spent it wisely or not. The ideal thing for them would have been, hopefully, if things just got awful with you know Aaron Rodgers or Russell Wilson with their current teams. Maybe they get them, but. Yeah, I agree. Carson Wentz and also Stephen, a big injury for them. Quentin Nelson, I believe, is out for several weeks. One of the best linemen in
0: uh, football, yeah. football. Although I think, I think the recent updates, and I, I think I've heard these from reputable sources. You know, Adam Schefter, put people like that. It sounds like Wentz might have a chance of playing it in Week One. It sounds like Nelson too, but still. That, that's still a gamble because they're not, you, 100%. they're not 100%. So we'll see what happens, but those are very key injuries, too.
1: And I'll say this, too. That was the scariest team that I thought. Someone asked me towards the end of last year, and they said, who even going to be the Super Bowl? And I said, I know we all think the Chiefs, and obviously they're as good as um, anybody, but... I said the Colts. I said the Colts might actually do this, and if they just would have found a quarterback, they 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 could be going a lot farther. And Too bad luck's not still here. Very disappointing with that. Um, moving on to the where were we at the AFC West, and I specifically asked for the L.A. Chargers. Now there's a man. He's young. He's been playing football for a long time. By the name of Justin Herbert. I don't know if anybody's heard of this man.
0: From this Oregon. Guy.
1: From Oregon. This guy ah, This guy's the real deal. And this guy is gonna take the Chargers somewhere. It's tough to say, to say it confidently, that they can go beat these Chiefs out of the division and let alone in the playoffs but this is one of those guys that I see as being a top five quarterback in the league over the next two to three years. No question in my mind. He has one, when, when I want his coming out game it was pretty much against the bucks. And I, I still have chills over watching some of the throws that he had, but we are all over him. And he is, and it's not just dinking and dunking. I mean, he's throwing these balls 30 yards in the air and, and hitting quarter. Um, Receivers, um, receivers, perfectly right in the hands. I mean, and
0: and he can run it, too.
1: Yes, he, he can move as well. Um, this team, the Chargers is another one of those teams, I think, just like Texans to an extent. It's like everyone kind of roots for them. Yeah, I know a lot of people don't. Uh, Philip Rivers rubbed a lot of people the wrong way. But they always had those defensive guys. Well, back when they had Sean Merriman. They had stuff like that yes. called Daniel Thompson. I always had all this talent, always. And Philip Rivers is always a capable quarterback. a times, the top five in the league, but always a top ten for a long time. But they could never put the pieces together. I feel like they still have that roster. And now the quarterback has got some experience on him. It may not be this year. I'm hoping it is.
0: And this could
1: be a huge change with the uh, LA Chargers. And, and- um, I'm inside of.
0: And they got a new coach, Brandon Staley. They got a new coach.
2: And don't forget, and this is something that, unfortunately, this is something that, unfortunately, um, has been the a problem for the Chargers. Winning close games with Anthony Lynn, unfortunately, the last two years they've lost several games each year in crazy ways you couldn't even think that they would lose. Yeah. you and this is a big usually a big factor in teams turning around from one year to the next is bat winning those close, is games. Winning those close yeah. games and i think this it's year be, this year they the could difference
1: do that of if you're losing by at least six points or less or whatever it is uh, if you just switch that around i mean they could have been maybe eleven, ten, 10 and 16 or something like that i think i think Justin Herbert's second start was the game where
0: they really should have beat the chiefs i mean they were beating them up yeah. Right before the Bucks came. I mean it, And and they so improved nice. they improved their offensive line too. So that'll help Justin Herbert. They they signed uh the former Packer Corey Lindsley, who's a very good center, and they drafted Rashawn Sladen from uh, Northwestern the tackle in the first round. And then they got, you know, players like Brian Balaga, who's obviously very good, but he's gotta stay healthy. Um, and then some other offensive lines. So that they, they 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 kind of also are good at you know any team's good at this, but them too is realizing hey we have a weakness here we we have a young quarterback who we, we want to protect and, and they're getting him very what what we think is very good offensive line help too which will help him too.
1: And don't forget about uh, Mr. Bose on the other side. I mean, any time i I've said it a million times in this broadcast already. When any time you got that pass rush and he was hurt most of the last year. I think they still had a top-10 defense last year. Uh, their corners play well. Their run defense is good. They got most of maybe coming back for a full on year. This is prime time. I think he's 28. This is prime age. I'm waiting for that guy to be the player of the year this year and show us what's going on because this is, this is an exciting team to me. But, once again, sitting in that AFC West, you got the Chiefs. But who knows? I, I can see a one-on-one on that in terms of the games this year, because I'm, I'm, I'm a believer in Justin Herbert.
2: Do you think, Steven And
1: Stephen... also Eckler as well. One of the most underrated Yes, Eckler. Every year, everybody forgets about fantasy as well, over the last two years. Just forget about it really. This dude, is like the, the fact that he's not typically a top like, eight running back, you know how many catches he's going to have? He, he has at least one 60-yard play a game. This guy's insane. He's uh, He's very underrated, but of course, coming off of New as well. But he's the only back sitting too. Do. No.
2: do you think this is a playoff team, Steven?
1: Yes, 100%. I, I'd, I'd agree. agree. You got the, the division stuff, but in terms of the wild card, there in there, you can grab another guy from the AFC South, with is the Colts the uh, Titans. And then you grab one more in the AFC North, between, I think, the Ravens got it, but then you got the Steelers as that defense the Browns the right. offense. uh those one of those two teams will get in there and charter will be one of those teams as well it's, it's
0: exciting all right Steven. Heavy. I agree yes all right great job as always now we get to the Super Bowl picks we'll let Steven start what do you think
1: well this one's easy I think this is I think that nobody really cares because everyone everyone already knows who's going to win this year the real question is, who are they going to win? My Tampa Bay Buccaneers are going to steamroll this season. I have never walked into a season more confident. God, let me tell you a little bit about last year. Briefly, last year with those Bucks, it was a bittersweet season. Because I would tell you this from week one to week 16, that was not a Super Bowl team. Your Packers were probably more of a Super Bowl team. It was not a Super Bowl season, it was a Super Bowl playoff run. Is what it was. They finally gelled. The, 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 the big three, the big four pieces of the sequel was Tom, Brady, Leonard, Fournette, Gronk, and Antonio Brown. But to tell you who won those 11 games during the season, were, uh, Brady, of course, but the other three, no. So add those pieces to the mix that might even become even more so. And then just this team in general, we had to fight a lot of injuries between Mike Evans and Chris Gottman. Uh And that D line, Vita Vea was out for most of the year, too. Uh, have I talked about before?
0: Yeah, you have. Uh, it is,
1: <laughs> it is so exciting to see, and and I mean the only thing that hold us back is, is maybe Brady. Brady, we just got to make sure that he keeps ticking. And time, father time, is on our side to an extent, uh, but the other side of the field with the AFC, it's easy to say the Chiefs, but you know what? I was talking a lot about it. I'm going to go those Baltimore Ravens to get in there and lose to my Tampa Bay box. And guess who's got the best run defense over the last two years in 10 Bay box? He's got the best offensive running. Those Baltimore Ravens will show him how to stop.
0: All right, Mark.
2: All righty. So the NFC side. I don't know. I would love if you ask me in my heart, I would love to say the Green Bay Packers. I don't know if they've done enough to overtake the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. <laughs> Steven, of course, doesn't think so. I don't know. I think that I think it comes down to the the Bucks, uh, Rams, and Packers. There's always a team in the NFC that comes out of nowhere that was mediocre the year before and is great. Uh, again, so maybe there's another team. I'll say, I'll say Tampa Bay. I hate to say it, but I think Tampa Bay will get there. I would love the Packers. I think Tampa, especially if Packers have to go at Tampa, which I think Tampa will have a better regular season record. Uh, I think it'll be, I think it'll be Packers at Tampa in the NFC Championship. I think Tampa will win, and then AFC. Um I don't know. Yeah, Chiefs or Ravens. Look out for the Cleveland Browns. I don't think they're going to go Super Bowl. But but I know, I know. I'm going to say it's going to be I'm going to say it's going to be Cleveland at Kansas City in the AFC Championship. I'm going to say the Chiefs will Win that game, Super Bowl rematch, rematch, and guess what? The offensive line is not gonna be a a uh, a uh, turnstile. a Turnstile, a leaking oil, as they say. the The Chiefs are gonna come ready, and they're gonna win that game. It's gonna be Chiefs over the Buccaneers, and then Tom Brady can retire, and we can all be happy and rejoice.
0: <laughs> all right. Rounding it out, my Super Bowl pick. I'm gonna keep it very short and sweet. Packers, and I'm 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 looking at everybody. You know, I'm not. I'm taking my fandom out of it, but I seriously think, not not only with my head but also my heart, Packers are gonna win it this year. They've they've been in the NFC title game the last two years. They 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 have unfinished business. Rodgers is gonna lead them one last dance it's all going to work out and then in the offseason, Aaron Nagler of Cheesehead TV has said it before it's going to be one of the most weirdest things ever they're going to win it all and then they're going to trade Rodgers they're going to trade him to Denver or wh- whoever wants him highest bidder they're going to trade him and they're going to start the Jordan Love era i want Rodgers to play i i, I want Rodgers to play his whole career with the packers you know, finish it out, retire with the Packers. But the 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 realist in me also doesn't think that that's going to happen. I think that there's there's some underlying friction. But winning cures all, at least for this year. And winning's going to be the deodorant that keeps the locker room together. And then they're going to come back and talk at the end of the season, and Aaron's going to be like. I love my career. I love the Packers. I'm going to retire with the Packers. I'm going to be Hall of Famer. But I, I want a new change. And I think that the Packers are going to play the Buffalo Bills in the Super Bowl. They're going to play the Buffalo Bills. They're going to win. Now they're going to play the Buccaneers in the championship, so I'll give Stephen that. But they're going to play the Bills. Or the Packers are going to play the Bucks and then the Bills. So thank you for coming on, Stephen. Appreciate it. Of course. We'll do it again soon. Thanks, Mark. You're welcome. Another edition of Big A Sports Show at a blast as always. We'll be talking to you again very soon. We're ready for the season.